Mattingly, get rid of those sideburns. What sideburns? You heard me, hippie. Look, Mr. Burns, I don't know what you think sideburns are, but... Don't argue with me! Just get rid of them! <gasps> Mattingly! I thought I told you to trim those sideburns! Go home! You're off the team! For good! Fine. Still like him better than Steinbrenner. get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bet it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due! Here we are, here we go, down the highway, down the road. He's spinning the ball on his finger! Just take it! Take the ball! It's 6.19 p.m. This is my second attempt at recording uh, Mattingly's Sideburns. It's 6.19 p.m. on Tuesday, September 26, 2023. And this is Trevor talking to himself in his apartment in the office. This is uh, episode three of the new and improved Mattingly's Sideburns. I don't know. Do I need to keep calling? Should I even keep calling this show this? What's the... It's weird how I, I literally alternate between... Things are fine, you're on the right track, and what the fuck are you doing multiple times in the same day? You know, I, I don't know. Is that normal? Sometimes I think I have too much time on my hands. Like that stick song. Too much time on my hands. See, like, I talk about how I love having all this free time, but sometimes I don't know if it's good for me. But, like, the same time, I don't want to go work at some job where I'll fantasize about fucking killing myself all day not really but well you know you know what i feel <clears throat> everyone knows how i feel about work all right but uh i don't know i i i, I don't know what the answer is i'm uh, i guess this is welcome to my journaling podcast where it's me talking about sports but really i i need people to listen thing is most of the people that listen to my show don't give a shit about sports so i'm trying to do this in a way to get new fans but I don't know how... Here's where I don't know if this sports podcast is really going well, okay? Because I do have a lot of friends that are into sports, and I'm not calling any of them out. But a few of them, okay? A handful of friends of mine whose opinions I respect or whatever, who are into sports, I've told them about this podcast. I've plugged it. I've even sent them a link to it. And not one of them has got back to me <clears throat> with any kind of feedback, which to me indicates either they just never bothered listening to it which is a strong possibility, or they listen to it and they don't think it's very good. So rather than tell me they don't think it's very good, they're just silent. Their silence speaks volumes. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But the thing is, like, I got to have some kind of fucking stick here, okay? Welcome to the sports podcast episode where I literally just talk for half an hour as to whether or not I should continue to do, continue to do a sports podcast. Maybe I should call this one. This one is not about sports. I mean, I am probably going to talk about sports eventually, but uh, I don't know. Like, I because all day, to, like, I'm supposed to be work right? Like, in a couple weeks, it's like uh, basically to, to seven, 17 days from now, I got to do, like, a long show in French in Iqaluit, 
and uh, trying to get ready for it. Um, and I should have been working on it today, really, all day. But I have a really hard time writing. I don't know. It's like people who are comics or just writers in general, how do you discipline yourself? to? Because, like, I have the office. I don't. I have the time. I don't have the excuse. I don't really have any excuse not to be more productive. Okay, I'm doing my silly little podcast here, but it's, you know that nobody's gonna fucking listen to. So what? But because uh, <clears throat> like it's hard for me to sit down and write, right? Like we're all just okay. It's nine o'clock, or well, more like my case, eleven o'clock. Sit down, look at the computer, start typing. It's a, so last night I went out to a show. A French show, a French open mic. I didn't want to go. Even like walking to the subway, to the metro, I was like ready to turn around and just like, no, just, but no, I stuck with it. And once I got there, it was fine. I did the show. The show went fine. And I actually, being around other comedians, I don't know, like I need to be around other comedians to like write in a way. You're going to be like, oh, because you're stealing jokes from other people? No, but just, I need, it's like, it's, I need to be in that milieu of, uh, I can't say that word in French or English. Uh, like uh, of other creative people, I guess. That's why people like writing in coffee shops, I guess. Why I have a hard time just writing solo. Because once I got to the show last night, I got there early because it's one of these shows where you got to get there early because it's like show up, go up, but they only take the first handful of people, right? So I uh, <clears throat> I sat down I started, and I just started churning out stuff in the, you know like that one hour in between when I got there and the show started. Uh, so maybe that's what I need to do every, when I, as you know, as I try to get ready for this show, that's scaring the shit out of me. Uh, but yeah, today I kind of, uh, didn't get a, I mean, well, it depends how you define getting things done. I was hanging out with Dylan Parker, who's an Ottawa comedian who happens to be in Montreal right now. So we just hung around and had something to eat this afternoon. So there goes a couple hours. Uh, also today I went on my, uh, annual shopping excursion. Uh, I basically buy clothes about once a year, if that. Uh, when I moved to Montreal last year, it's in May, I went downtown and spent a couple hundred bucks on clothes. I bought uh, two pairs of identical, like Steve Jobs, two pairs of identical uh, black jeans uh, that I just kind of alternate between. But I realized, like, dude, you can't just wear black jeans on stage every show. I mean, I wear a suit every now and then too, I guess, but I'm trying to get away from that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so I, I was like, fuck, you need, you need some new clothes, you need some new threads. So, uh, <clears throat> I went downtown and, uh, spent too much money, but I got, uh, two new pairs of pants and two new shirts and a really nice new pair of shoes, which I spent too much money on, but you know what? Shoes are something you wear all the time. So, uh, yeah. And underwear and toothpaste. I, I don't need, I, this is, this is not stuff you need to know, but I, I'm sharing it. It's my fucking podcast, whatever. This is only the third episode of the relaunch of Mattingly Sideburns, the Trevor's Pad Sports Podcast, slash him journaling in a podcast form. Uh, in, in podcast form, I guess. Because I'm realizing, like, I'm trying to attract new fans, maybe, right, who are into sports. Because I, I realize that a lot of the people that like my podcast don't give a shit about sports, so they're not going to listen to this this uh this show necessarily so maybe if i just say this is not a sports podcast i'll just leave the sports stuff to the end and then they can stop listening okay i'll t- it's like mark maron does right he just holy fuck the sirens the fucking sirens 
Could you just chill with the fucking sirens for five fucking minutes? Sometimes living in this... I don't know. I feel like it's fucking Baghdad in 2005. This fu- and that's an exaggeration for sure. But I just... I cannot believe how many fucking sirens. Sorry, I got too angry there, I guess, about that. But I've just... Uh, I re- it's like already 6.30. So by the time I talk... This is my podcast about the weekend's hot sport takes. You know, it'd be like already... People already thinking about the next week. Week four. This was a bloodbath this week in my uh, suicide pool. <clears throat> Elimination pool, I guess. That's a more PC way of calling it, right? Don't want to call it a suicide pool. But Ten people got knocked out of my... There were 28 people remaining in my knockout pool. Ten of them got knocked out this week. Uh, I think three took the Ravens, uh, who lost to Indianapolis in overtime in a bit of a controversial manner. Uh, three took the Jaguars against Houston. I thought about taking that game, actually, but uh, I was overthinking it. And uh, four people took the Cowboys against uh, Arizona. Now, here's <clears throat> Suicide Pick 101 from Trevor. Uh, not Don't take a road team in week three. And I know Dallas is like a team that travels well and they have fans everywhere in the country. And then like when they play in Arizona, it's basically like a home game for them. But uh, it's, I really have a hard time taking a road team on week three of a suicide pool. <clears throat> and also divisional games. I know they're not in the same division anymore. They used to be. But uh, like Houston, uh, so, yeah, Jacksonville, Houston, Houston, who kicked the crap out of Jacksonville in Jacksonville. I think Houston is a team on the rise. Dan Kessler, if you're listening to this, you should be excited about this. You know, my expert opinion. Well, their quarterback has looked good. Stroud, the rookie. An Ohio State quarterback who can actually play in the NFL. I didn't think it could happen. And, uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, he's only three games in, so let's not get ahead of ourselves here. But, uh, yeah, so this week, I don't know. I th- The only option really is... See, I took Kansas City and because, I, you know, in this pool we have, you can't use a team more than once, right? I don't know if a lot of... like I would like to know people's rationale because, honestly, I thought last week in that uh, when I looked at the games for week three... I could not believe that every fucking person in my pool did not take Kansas City. It was such a no-brainer, okay? I don't know if it's like you're, you're trying to be too clever by half or you're like, you know, people say, oh, you want to save them because Kansas City's a good team, so you want to save them for later in the year. Yeah, well, now you're, you're done. So you take the good teams when you can because also it's still so early in the year that we don't really know how things are playing out because every year there's always a couple teams, at least one or two teams that – start playing over their heads and they start winning and they start because they have momentum like last year Minnesota or the Giants you know look at Minnesota this year they're 0 3 uh the giant well the giants are 1 and 2 but uh you know so as the season goes on who knows maybe Houston will be that team that wins four or five in a row and you're like okay well I'm going to I mean imagine taking Houston in the suicide pool that would that would be ballsy but it, who knows how the season's going to play out uh, don't take road teams. And in, in, yeah, that's that's Trevor's advice for those of you who care. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, oh yeah. So last episode, I uh, oh yeah, going back to the clothes shopping. Sorry. The, see, I don't know if this is. I'll talk about the sports later. But um, I form like attachments to like my possessions sometimes. And I don't have a lot of possessions. I'm the guy who. I, I try not to care about stuff that I own and, you know, like books, books is one thing. I have a hard time getting rid of books. When I did move, I did get rid of a lot of books. I still have a lot. I don't know. It's just a way that f- makes me feel like I'm, 
well read. If I have, I'm looking at all my my vast collection of books right now, some of which I don't actually own. I just noticed right now I'm looking at a book that's like, oh, I borrowed that from somebody in Ottawa. I never gave it back to him. Ah, whatever. I don't think he misses his collection. His anthology of Raymond Chandler stories. Andrew, if you're listening to this, Andrew D'Souza. I so I'm sorry. I'll give you your uh, Raymond Chandler book back. Uh, no, I'm all over the place. No, I form attachments to things, and I'm the same with clothes. I have a lot of clothes that I haven't worn in a long time, but for I, I and I did again. I got rid of some clothes when I moved, but I have like sentimental attachment to clothing. Where like I don't wear this shirt anymore, but I used to wear it, and I have good memories of it, or some stupid shit like that. So I don't want to get rid of it because. So I donated some stuff, some books and some clothes and some things to uh, La Renaissance here in Montreal. It's kind of like a goodwill, I guess. It's it, it's like a community, like a you know, people donate stuff and then they resell it for uh, to charity. Or I don't know exactly, but uh, and I was in there a few weeks ago after I made said donations and I saw some of my stuff for sale. And it, it really, I don't say it bothered me, but it felt weird. It was like, oh man, I gave this away and now they're selling it for profit. Well, they're not really for profit. I mean, somebody, you know, they're, it's for a good cause, right? I don't know. I don't think, it's not like Value Village where it's like owned by Walmart and it's all just pure corporate greed. Like it, it is for a good cause, I think. I don't know. Maybe they, yeah. La Renaissance, we uh, pay to uh, bulldoze orphanages. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. But because uh, even today, when I was I, on my annual clothing shopping expedition, I bought two new shirts, two new pairs of pants, and a really nice pair of shoes that uh, were probably too expensive. But uh, I don't know. Shoes are important. You wear them all the time and comfort, right? I don't know. Because I wear Vans all the time, and I'm starting to realize that I can't really wear Vans in my everyday life because it just my feet are starting to hurt. I don't know if it's because I'm fat now or something or. I'm carrying around more weight where I like, I wear vans for like 15,000 steps. And at the end of the day, it's like, boy, my dogs are barking. But even like, there's a pair of jeans I tried on today. And I was like, okay, you've already bought two pairs of pants and two shirts and a pair of shoes and underwear and toothpaste. You spent a lot of money today. You don't really need, you know, but I felt weird leaving those jeans in the store, you know, like as though it's like, it's an inanimate object. Okay. These jeans, they don't have, they're not, you know, I guess I already covered this. I don't know. I can't, because here's what happened. I started recording an episode and I got about three or four minutes in and then something went wrong where like, I don't know, it just stopped recording and I lost what I recorded. So this is my second attempt and I honestly can't remember if what I'm saying here now is what I said on the first attempt or anyway, whatever. Back to sports. Uh, yeah, it's because my dad's a hoarder. Like, my dad is kind of a hoarder. And uh, I have these storage bins. Like, I don't have a lot of <clears throat> space uh, <clears throat> in this apartment. Like, for like I have my stuff in here that's like, I have these storage bins. I have nowhere to put them. So I was going to ask my parents, hey, can I just leave them in your garage? But then I feel like, well, uh, am I just contributing to the problem? Because that's, I wonder if that's where I get it from, right? Because that's why my dad, you know, that's why hoarders don't like getting rid of things because, uh, I don't know, it's like trauma or something happened in their past or they just, you know, things are important to them because they didn't, have, they grew up poor. I don't know. Uh, 
Because sometimes I feel like, you know, like I, 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 it's, it's hard. It's like I got to fight that. I really got to fight that. I'm like papers too. I have all these old notebooks that I've filled with stupid joke ideas from like 10 fucking years ago. And what do I do with them? I, I'm looking at it. It's like I have a milk crate full of old notebooks. After I die, okay, which I hope is a long time from now, okay, but if anybody, like whoever is like looking after my estate, Okay, just donate them to like, I don't know. So someone can have hours of amusement looking through my notebooks. I, I doubt that uh, the University of Ottawa, my alma mater, will want them. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, sports weekend. No. <clears throat> so last sports episode, I was uh, questioning the genius of Bill Belichick or, you know, like talking about the old days of Belichick in Cleveland and how, you know, without Tom Brady, is he just another coach? Which I understand is a controversy because, like, the, the accepted wisdom is Bill Belichick is a genius. He's a, you know, so after starting zero and two for the first time since Brady's first season, when Brady wasn't the starter, uh, nothing ails what is uh, an, nothing cures an ailing team like a uh, especially when you're the Patriots and you're Bill Belichick, like a game against the New York Jets, who after. Uh, a bit of hope, uh, well, a little bit of hope after pulling off their uh, improbable week one victory after Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles tendon uh, after just three or f- I think his fourth play as a Jet. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, their defense isn't bad. And uh, maybe Zach Wilson could just be kind of a caretaker, you know, like ball control, Trent Dilfer. Nah, okay, I guess I was, that guy just, he sucks. I mean, Zach Wilson sucks. How the fuck was this guy, what was he, second overall, third overall pick? Like, do scouts have rocks in their head? Because sometimes I wonder about how, like, I've loved at the politics. I, and I know there's the combine and we like, everyone looks at these players and they assess them. And they did the wonder like test and the bench press and the, you know, the, all the, like they put them through all these like tests of agility and mental acuity. And they, they, you know, and they, and they look at their throwing motion, but like how many duds, Guys who are like, you know, Sam, or sorry, Josh Rosen. Sam Rosen's a broadcaster. Josh Rosen. How, you know, another guy, that, <clears throat> another dud. <clears throat> Sam Darnold, that's what I was thinking of. Another New York Jets flameout, who I believe is now the backup to Brock Purdy in San Francisco. Uh, man, a lot. It's, <clears throat> I always interested in how, you just never know how guys are going to pan out, right? And But in hockey, you're dealing with 18-year-olds, so it's tougher, right? Because... You know, these guys are maturing at a different rate. And some of these guys literally have not stopped growing. But in football, you're dealing with guys who are 21, 22. There's a big difference between 18 and 22. Okay. Football, you don't have guys like going one and done because it's football. Because if guys were entering the NFL when they were 18, they would get killed. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Man, Zach Wilson sucks. And Aaron Rodgers, by the way, uh, now trying to say that, oh, you know, maybe there's a chance that he's going to be able to make it back. So, yeah, Aaron, you're really going to fight hard to make it back for when your team is 5-11 uh, and 11 for that last game of the season. Like, it, okay, as somebody who's torn his Achilles tendon, which makes me an expert, uh, the NFL season is so short, okay? Hockey season, regular season is six months. Basketball, baseball, six months. The NFL season is only like four so, I mean, we're already basically the end of September. We're already almost a month into the season, really. I mean, it's week four coming up. The regular season's done like the first week of January. 
So for Aaron Rodgers to say, I mean, it's been two weeks, 15 days since his injury. So he thinks he's going to be able to make it back by Christmas from a torn Achilles tendon. It's like, buddy, you're 40 years old or you will be 40 years old. But just sit this year out, okay? Maybe next year, just stop being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing cures uh, Belichick's... What, uh, the Jets, man, the Jets are just, they're they are like, I, I was going to call them the Ottawa Red Blacks of the NFL, but the Red Blacks actually won last weekend, so I'm not going to shit talk them. Yeah, honk your heart some more. More honking, please. What is, fuck, man, what, do you, what does it accomplish? I, I'm going to count how many fucking honks I hear. Look, I live at a busy intersection, okay? I get it. But Jesus Christ. Honking is like a means of communication in this fucking city. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my uh, beloved Denver Broncos, I guess. Beloved, I don't know. I, I'm torn because here's the thing with football is Denver is my team. I mean, they're the team I, they're, yeah, they're my favorite NFL team. I've cheered for them since I was a kid. Uh, I, get, I like John Elway, so I guess that's kind of why I fell for them uh, before I realized John Elway's a prick. Uh, most, most football players, especially the white guys, are assholes. But, uh, you know, MAGA Republican chuds, but uh, I'm kind. Of, <clears throat> I care more. I love football, and I just I love watching the game. I have less of a rooting. I mean, there's teams I like, teams I don't, or like there's teams I like more than others. Teams you kind of like the center. Oh, I want to see these guys do well, or, but I don't really have that much of rooting interest with Denver. I mean, yeah, I want them to win, but uh, there are. I've, I feel like there's seasons already kind of. I don't want to say right off, but. The fact that they lost their first two games in very... I mean, they should have won week one easily. Uh, it's embarrassing they lost to the Raiders. Seeing how the Raiders have since played uh, in the two games since that week one win over Denver. And then they lost a game uh, at home to Washington. They lost their first two games at home against bad teams. They were up 21-3 to Washington last week and wound up blowing that game 35-33. And then Washington went to Buffalo this week and lost 37-3. So uh, this team that they scored 35 points on Denver's offense, uh, sorry, defense, and they only scored three against Buffalo's defense, which honestly is not even that good anymore. Uh, so then this weekend, they fly across, well, sort of across the country. Denver's kind of in the middle, but to Miami uh, to play the hot, red-hot, sexy team of the Miami Dolphins with their sexy offense and their sexy coach, Mike McDaniel, they're the, the toast of the league. And Tua Tagovailoa. I, I have a thing for Tua because he's a left-handed quarterback. And because I'm left-handed, I, have a, I, like left -hand, I tend to like left-handed quarterbacks. And he's also a guy that's been very maligned. You know, nobody's ever really taken him serious, seriously <clears throat> at the NFL level. And he's, you know, oh, he doesn't have the arm strength. Well... He's making some people eat crow, including Denver's asshole coach, Sean Payton. See, I'm torn about, I kind of, I'm kind of enjoying seeing Denver fall on their face this year because uh, I hate Sean Payton. Uh, he's a prick. I don't know if I talked about this last episode, but he's just an asshole. Even by NFL coaching standards, he's an asshole. And I therefore kind of enjoy seeing him get his comeuppance, especially when he said last year as a talking head or whatever that uh, Tua was going to get benched during the season. and So then uh, Miami hangs 70 points. Do you know how hard it is to score 70 points in an NFL game? I've been watching football for 40 years, okay? <clears throat> and a team has never, even, even hitting the 60s, never fucking happens. 
And and Miami scored 70 points with their fucking starters not playing the entire fourth quarter. And they still kept scoring on them. It was embarrassing. Ten touchdowns. I think they punted last drive of the game or something. They could have kicked a field goal to set the NFL record uh, for most points in a game, 70, 73. But they took a knee. I kind of wish they did kick a field goal. Because I'm really... Because Sean Payton is... He, see, he's got this rep. He's kind of like the Mike Babcock of, of the NFL. Like He's got this rep as being such a, a genius, but he just doesn't have any people skills at all. Because after the game, he tried his bully technique, right? Where reporters are asking him questions and a reporter caged, uh, couched his question or like said his, you know, so this is the worst loss uh, in franchise history. You know, he's like, what's your question? What's your question? Next question. Like he thinks he can bully people because that's how he operates in life, right? Like most successful, you know, American white men, they just go through their life thinking they can do whatever the fuck they want, and uh, usually it works for them. But uh, I'm I'm kind of enjoying watching Sean Payton uh, fall flat in his face. And people seem to think they, they people still believe he's some kind of like. And the fact they gave up fucking draft picks to get this asshole when they already gave away the farm to get Russell Wilson, fifty million dollars a year for Russell Wilson. I, I kind of, and, and who does Denver play this week? They play Chicago, who is the other lap, the NFC's laughing stock, I guess the NFC equivalent of Denver right now. Uh, <clears throat> little known fact about me when I was a kid, I used to be a Bears fan. I used to like the Bears and the Broncos. I kind of had this, like, with sports teams, it's like you're only allowed to really like one team, but I used to like them. I, I had my attitude was like, well, they're in two different conferences, so they hardly ever play each other. And uh, I don't know why. I, I used to have a Bears jacket. I kind of, I guess, like the Bears Super Bowl season 85, I was 10. So that was a formative year for me. And for up until, into high school, I liked the Bears and the Broncos. And I don't know why I just stopped cheering for the Bears and just stayed with the Broncos. I, I don't know. I'm not sure why that is. But uh, yeah, because the, because they play each other. This So Denver lost 70 to 20. They're going to Chicago on the road, and they're still like three-point favorites. So that shows you how bad Chicago is. <clears throat> Neither team might, may win this game. It would be suitable. I think it would be fitting, actually, if the game ended in a tie. Like, let's say a 3-3 tie, maybe. Or maybe, a, you know, due to Russell Wilson's patented last-second heroics, they kick a field goal to win 6-3. Uh, will I be watching? Probably. I don't know. I mean, if I'm around on Sunday. So uh, I guess I should talk. So, you know, like uh, two weeks ago now, the Blue Jays lost, uh, got swept by Texas. It was the end of the world. It was a low point in franchise history. For I think sports media and this 24-7 sports media is rotting our brains. There's so much hyperbole. People are talking about that like this is the lowest point in franchise history. Like, okay, could you guys just fucking calm down a little bit? Yeah, it was bad. It was embarrassing. But everybody thought the the Jays were dead. They're done. And since that point, since the Texas series, they've gone seven and two. Okay, how they've won these games. Sure, some of them have been ugly. Some of these games they probably had no business winning. But hey, that game they lost to Tampa on Saturday. They probably should have won that game. So kudos to John Schneider, manager of the year. Uh well, no, I mean, now, I mean, so they've got six games left as I record this. They're, I mean, they're playing the Yankees at home for three. Uh, but they're three games up with six games left on uh, three three games clear of Seattle. So 
barring a complete collapse, it looks like they are going to squeak in to at least the third spot. So good for them. Hooray for the Blue Jays. See, I'm being optimistic. Well, I had a beer uh, during the day, which is dumb. I never really do that. It was just one beer, but uh, it made me kind of logy. And I have to leave to go to my show in like 45 minutes. So I guess I better have a nap now. I'm doing another French show tonight. Uh, For those of you who care, thanks, everybody, for listening to Mattingly's Sideburns, the Trevor's Pad Sports Podcast that I try not to make too much about sports. There's probably other stuff that happened in football this weekend that I didn't get around to. I apologize if I uh, talked about my attachment to clothes more than once in this episode. (coughs) I'm too lazy to go. Also, I have this fucking cough that, like... I don't, it's weird. I, I don't really get sick that much, but when I do, it's always, sorry, I got to throw a tack on this whining at the end. I get these colds that aren't even really that bad. And it just seems like a very, oh, I'm a little stuffed in the head. Like two weeks ago, I was kind of sick for a couple of days, like bad enough where I like, okay, I'm just going to cancel shows and not go out. But then it's always happens where like after the fact, after what seems like a minor cold, this cough will develop. And just never fucking go away. So it's been like two weeks now of this. And I'm not even smoking pot for the record, okay? Because right now you're like, well, you just stop smoking weed, Trevor. I'm not smoking weed, mom. I haven't smoked weed in like over a week now, which is a long time for me, for the record. But this fucking cough, it's like I just, I'm worried that it's going to like, it's going to hit me when I'm on stage doing a longer set. <laughs> That'll be bad. Can't have that. Any remedy? I don't know. I guess I just, because it was back a few months ago, I had another cough that, because I've, I guess I'm just susceptible to coughs for years now on and off. It's like this thing where I've always, I I don't know what's the air I breathe or something I'm doing wrong in my life. I mean, because even years ago when I was living in Toronto, this is before I became like a regular weed smoking guy. Uh, I had a cough that kind of lasted for like a year and people thought I was, Oh, it's the mold that you, you have. You, I was in a really shitty basement apartment. I don't know if that was it. It was bad enough. I had, I was like, I insisted on getting my lungs tested, like doing one of those like breath, but you know, because like my wind is fine considering, you know, I don't really do cardio anymore, but like, uh, it's not like I get winded just walking or going upstairs or anything. I'm not in that bad of shape. But I did one of these lung tests in Toronto, and it was fine. They were like, your lungs are fine. I'm like, okay, if you say so. And then back uh, a few months ago, I had a chest x-ray because I was like, okay, I'm coughing. So, so I went to see a doctor, and he got, I had a chest x-ray done, never heard anything back. So I, get, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, because no news is good news, right? They didn't get back to me with anything. So I assume, okay, my chest is but something's not right. I don't know if it's diet or I just, I mean, I guess I should just never smoke weed ever again, which, okay. I mean, I'm learning, I'm having a hard time dealing with that, but maybe that is, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know. People who never get high or drink ever, or you're always sober. How the fuck do you go through life? How? Like, don't tell me meditation. Okay. Give me a better answer than that. Uh, Anyway, yeah, sorry for that whining I tacked on at the end. Thanks for listening to Mattingly's Sideburns, a Trevor's Pad sports and shopping and complaints about my health podcast. Next episode, I'll talk all about the clothes I bought today. I bought a really nice pair of Lacoste shoes that cost too much money. But hey, 
you know, sometimes you just got to treat yourself. Thanks again for listening to Trevor's Pad, the podcast, Mattingly Sideburn Sports Podcast, whatever the fuck I call this thing. Uh, Cheers, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.